listening to She Said What with your host, Alyssa Harper. Hello, sexy people, and welcome back to She Said What. If you've not been here before, then I just want to welcome you and let you know that this is a safe space for you to come and grow, to become the best version of yourself, whether we're talking about self-growth or sex and sexuality or relationships. There's going to be something in every episode that you can walk away with and input into your life. And of course, this is a very inclusive space, and I'm so happy that you're here. So thank you. And if you are just coming back, then welcome back. Nice to see you again. Again, hope you're doing really well. Um, today, we're going to be talking about friendship breakups, which is a tough topic because I feel like there's a lot less talk about this. I think we talk a lot about relationship breakups, like romantic relationships, and we see a lot of stories about that in media, whether that's like movies or social media or whatever else. But the breakup of a friendship can be really, really tough um, and sometimes even more tough than romantic breakups. So we're going to talk about that today and why that might be. Of course, I'm going to be sharing some of my own experiences, but also some experiences that I've heard from you guys as well. I've asked over on the Facebook page and I asked through my Instagram stories. So if you guys want to be involved in that back and forth before episodes come out, then make sure that you go follow me on Instagram and TikTok at Alyssa Taylor Harper and join the Facebook group if you want to meet some like-minded people, have a chat about the episodes afterwards and all of that. That's the She Said What podcast group on Facebook. All right, let's get into it. Now, what you're going to be getting out of this episode is learning how to create boundaries if you want to continue a friendship with somebody, but also how to know when it's time to end the friendship and what those red flags look like when you actually know like, okay, it's time to move on. It's time to stop putting in the effort. We're also going to be talking about impermanence of life and impermanence of relationships and how to make peace with that just in general, um, because I think that really ties into today's topic. And like I said, of course, I'm going to share some personal stories of my own and share a little bit of the advice that I got from you guys on this subject as well. So super excited. I do want to hop into it as soon as possible. I'll give you a tiny quick little update just because there is something I want to share with you guys. Um, Yesterday, I did a QA and a on my Instagram stories and a question that came up was if I'm in an open relationship and I've never talked about this before on the podcast, um, I am so the answer to that is yes and it's hard for me because honestly guys like I feel like I've been kind of like lying a little bit not being fully open but the reason I didn't say anything about this for the last year really um oh there's a plane going by sorry if you can hear that um the reason I didn't talk about it was because I wanted to make sure that I felt really confident in it before I shared about it I felt like someone who creates content and to have a lot of people looking at my life and judging my life and whatever else I wasn't ready to receive a negative backlash I wasn't ready to receive people questioning it I wasn't ready to share it with my family yet I needed some time to like find balance in it, be grounded in it, find confidence in it before I went and shared that with people. And so that's why I held off on sharing that. But there will be episodes coming up about it. I know I've gotten a lot of questions ever since sharing it, even just last night. So there you go. Now you know. Sam and I are obviously still together. Absolutely love that man. Amazing person in my life. And it's just... It's been a whole journey where we've grown together. And of course, if you guys have been around for a while, you know that I moved to Australia right after high school. I went straight into a very like religious organization. It was so much more intense than I thought it was going to be coming here. I wasn't allowed to live with Sam. I wasn't allowed to, well, I was, I mean, in theory, no one can stop you, but like you weren't allowed to have sex (laughs) at all if you weren't married. Um, You weren't allowed to drink. You weren't allowed to like smoke. You weren't allowed to do all these things, right? And they were big on perception. So we got married married after we literally we dated for eight months got engaged and we got married six months later very much rushed I was very young I got engaged when I was 19 um and then we just got to a point in our relationship where we were like hey we actually missed a really big part of our kind of like 20s of like exploring and meeting new people and for me my sexuality very much tied into that as well and so after lots and lots of conversation 
lots of like coming to terms with what that might look like, figuring out boundaries. Again, there's so much to say about this. But after all of that, we ended up deciding to go into having an open relationship. And we've been doing that now for a while. Um, And it's been lovely. It's been amazing. So now I feel like I'm so like, I feel like a weight's been lifted off me because I feel like I can share with you guys now different episodes like about flirting with girls or going on dates with girls or doing that for the first time properly and what that looks like. And I don't know, I feel like a whole new thing has just opened up for me and it does feel so relieving. Um, But I definitely wanted to make sure that I did that in timing that made sense and felt healthy for me. So there you go, the more you know. Um, But yeah, so that's my only update. It's not an update for me or anything new, but it's new to you guys. So Now you're in on that part of my life as well. Um, Yeah, I want to get right into today's episode because this is a pretty chunky one. Um, There's quite a lot that I want to share. We're going to go through, first of all, some like friendship foundations, some things that I just know to be true about friendship that is really important to kind of set up what we're talking about. And then we're going to talk about impermanence in life. And then we're going to talk about green flags of when to maybe continue a friendship and then red flags when it's like you just got to get out of it. And it's, it sucks. Obviously, it's going to kind of suck regardless. This isn't like the, the lightest topic, you know. I've also realized that recently that my episodes are always like how to deal with this tough situation. So then the episodes end up feeling like really kind of like intense and very emotional. And you guys will message me and be like, in tears after this episode, gonna have to process this episode. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, like I feel like I put a lot on you guys. So we're gonna try to keep it nice and light. Okay, we're gonna have fun. This isn't gonna be too intense. Uh, we'll see. Um, but yeah, I'm excited. So let's get straight into it. Starting out. Also, I have my notes here, obviously, as I always do. I'm just not gonna try to hide it. I just, why would I do that? Okay, just relax. All right. So starting out with friendship foundations. Number one is that changing up your friend groups, whether that's falling away from people or meeting new people throughout your life is obviously very normal. I think there's kind of like this narrative that we're taught where you're meant to have like friends for life and like your best friends from when you were three years old. And then it's like this kind of like romanticized thing to have lifelong friends. And there's so much value in that for sure. Like I have a few friends that I was really, really great friends with in high school. We still FaceTime. We still have relationships. But the relationships just look very different now. And that's the thing. Not only will people come in and out of your life, but relationships will shift with time. Like I just mentioned with Sam and I, you know, at one point we were monogamous and now we are not. And maybe one day we will be again, you know. So it's just kind of like you have to understand that like life happens. Things are going to continue to happen and change is normal. We have to be ready to expect that change. Um, And that's actually totally fine. So there's nothing wrong with having shifts in relationships and in friendships. Like around the time of COVID, I had a whole bunch of friends who were from overseas move away. It was like my core group of people. Basically, everybody left other than Sam, Faith, like two, two, three, Paulina. I'm just trying to think. There's like literally a handful of people that I actually had in my life. Other than that, everyone got the fuck out of Sydney because everyone was spending so much money living here. And they're like, why would I stay here during lockdown? You know? So... For me, that was a huge shift and I really had to rebuild. Um, Number two, friendship breakups can be just as hurtful as romantic breakups and sometimes even worse. And I think the thing behind this, at least for me, is that generally going into some sort of romantic situationship, relationship, whatever, you have in your brain that something might go bad. Like you've seen heartache. Maybe you grew up with a divorce happening. Maybe you saw aunts and uncles struggling with that. Maybe like you've been hurt before by men, women, whoever, right? Like maybe you've had those experiences where you know that that might happen. But with friends, I feel like You're not sitting around thinking, oh, one day something bad's gonna happen or they're gonna say something or something's gonna come up or, you know, I feel like you don't anticipate issues coming up as much with friends um, because it doesn't feel like as intense of a connection sometimes. Obviously, that's so person to person. Um, But I would say generally, it's like when you fall in love with someone, it's like you're like head over heels. Sometimes with friends, it can happen like that. I can definitely get like that sometimes. Um, But there tends to be more boundaries because usually if it's just a friend um, and it's not a complicated situation, then you don't have like the sexual connection if that's something that you enjoy, you know? Not everyone does. Okay. Hey, just trying to be inclusive here. Um, <laughs> if that's something that you do, you know, there's that's not really a part of it. Like usually there's more of a separation. But with loving relationships, romantic relationships, I should say, you kind of think like, ooh, 
got to be careful, got to have boundaries, got to consider myself first, got to love me before I can love anyone else, but it's different with friends. Number three is that our interpersonal relationships and community or lack thereof, is going to determine the quality of our lives. I think we can all agree that relationships are basically the most important thing in life. Like, obviously, other than survival shit, like eating and drinking and, you know, that kind of sleeping, you know, that kind of shit. Um, relationships is what we need. Like, we know the worst kind of torture is to isolate a human, right? Community, like, is so important. Having connection to others, feeling purpose because you are giving and receiving from others is just so, so, so important. So we need to be prioritizing learning about friendships and thinking about our friendships like you are right now. We need to be doing that because that is where we're going to find, like, joy and fulfillment in our lives and of course you can have nice things right you can have money you can have a good career but without fulfilling relationships those are the things that are not going to satisfy us we really need to have deep connection with other humans to get that and number four okay relationships take work they're always going to take work. And we hear that and we usually connect like a negativity to it. And work isn't necessarily a bad thing. It's just effort. That's all it is. It's effort. And this could look like having to commit time to your friends. It can look like having to be emotionally vulnerable to actually create that depth, that connection, Um, having to communicate well. So being able to work through issues as they come up and getting back to that text when you don't really want to, or you have to set aside that time, right? Another thing can be managing our emotions so if we are having an emotional reaction to something understanding that to be a good friend you need to first be a good friend to yourself and manage your emotions and take care of yourself another one is practicing honesty like that is hard to do sometimes depending on who you are and kind of how you tend to go with how open you are um that can be something that is a barrier something that you have to get over start letting down some walls to be able to let people in and there's so many other things of course so although work is required in a healthy relationship we want to be doing that alongside people who are also willing to do that work and that's a really key thing and again we're going to talk about that a little bit more as well but it's that balance if you are putting in all this effort if you're putting in all this work if you're opening up about your life you're you're sharing you know you're being vulnerable and that person isn't doing that, it's likely not going to be a super strong relationship, a good foundation, because you're not going to necessarily have that bond. You know, you're not going to relate on things. You're not going to feel that deep human connection with somebody because you're just not getting that from them. So it needs to be not only work from your side, but of course from them as well. And it needs to be equal. And I will say just a quick note on that as well is that it's not always going to be 100% equal. Like I think there is an up and down in relationships. Sometimes someone will get a new job and it's like you don't really see them that much. That's not them not putting in effort. That's them having life happen to them. And that's fine. So I do want to make a little note of that just in case right there your brain clocked. Oh, see, they're not putting in enough effort. And it is really important that we do step back just for a second just to go, oh, are there reasons that they might not be doing that before we assume that we're the problem or we assume that they have a problem with us or we assume that there's like a malicious intent because usually there's not. All right, let's get into impermanence in life. This is a big topic, of course, um, and it applies to so many areas, um, but I feel like it's so important with this because friendships, relationships, again, they change, they they come, they go, like people are going to come in and out of your life for seasons. And you might think someone's going to be a lifelong friend. And then they end up only being like a good friend of yours for a few months. Or you might meet someone thinking nothing of it. And then you could be best friends for years and years and years to come. I've had friendships like that, where I kind of like at the start of the friendship, it doesn't feel super balanced. Like I have a friend where when we first started in our friendship, it was always kind of like I was giving her advice. I didn't really um, see her to be in a similar season to me at all. Like, this isn't, you know, she'd be fine for me to say this now. And I'm obviously not even gonna say her name anyways, but she was a bit more like immature. Like she just like hadn't worked through some stuff. And she definitely like gave to me in so many other ways. We had so much fun together, but we never really had that like balance with when it came to I guess like our emotional lives and everything else um she was just a bit rogue she was just running all over the place dating people making all these crazy choices whatever having fun you know living her life but 
I wasn't looking to do that. So I never felt like we had that balance. And I remember thinking like, oh, we probably aren't going to be very good friends for a very long time. But I do really enjoy your company. And I don't know, like, it's just, it's not that I didn't think we're going to be friends. I feel like this sounds so bad. But like, I'm just saying that I didn't expect a lot of it. And then in time, we got closer and closer. She went through so much growth. So did I, of course. But like, she went through that big season of growth kind of just a little bit after I had. And now we're like balanced, you know, now we're here. And I'll go to her and I'll tell her about stuff. And she's so such a support for me. And like, we've been friends now for years and it's been amazing. Um, But you just never know. You never know who's coming into your life. So speaking on impermanence of life, right? What you have today, you are not guaranteed to have tomorrow. Okay. You can be really close to somebody right now. And then they could tell you tomorrow that they're going to go move somewhere or they're going to make this life choice, or they're going to start this job, or they're going to do something. You are not guaranteed that. And like I mentioned earlier, when during COVID, I had all those friends leave a few weeks before that when we were all going out together having the best time of our lives we were like all knowing that we were going to leave this college so we all just started going out and like drinking and whatever together it sounds so funny to me being like hee hee I'm like feel nervous talking about it because I literally would have gotten in so much trouble like oh my god and at the time I was having the time of my life. I was having the time of my life because for the last like however long it had been a year and a half or so um I had been not barely like barely drinking everything was a big secret I wasn't dressing certain ways I was very like worried about how I looked all the time like trying to give this like perfect angel presentation you know Christian girly vibes um and then it was like the start of COVID like very very early just when it was like first starting to become a thing and everybody's like the world's ending who gives a fuck let's go we all went out we started having the best time together and I remember thinking this is the best friend group of my life like I I love these people so much I need them in my life like I was so like I needed to hold on to these people I had this really intense feeling like that and then I literally lost almost all of them and lost is pretty dramatic I mean they are still alive you know thank god um but I just didn't have them close to me anymore and I obviously then didn't get to have those deeper relationships as much for much longer with a lot of those people um yeah so I just want to encourage you that if you feel like you have a loss right now where that person or a group of people or whatever you're like looking at them being like I'm never gonna find that again just know that you will like I'm telling you right now it's not a you probably will you literally will you have your whole life ahead of you (laughs) and you'll look back and you'll still see those memories as being amazing memories and those people being great friends and everything else but it doesn't mean that you can't have that again and having new people as well doesn't take away from the fact that those people served a purpose at that time and that's great okay what can you do with this feeling of impermanence first of all I want you to enjoy every interaction for what it is, just for what it is. Don't try to meet somebody and make it something straight away. Like don't jump too far ahead. Don't try to create a narrative. Don't try to put people into boxes in your life. Just let people flow in and enjoy every interaction for what it is. As you're sat there talking with someone, you're enjoying their company, you're laughing with them, be present and love that moment. And then even if you have in the back of your mind, I want to hang out with this person again, or oh, like I feel like this could be a really good friend for me. That feeling of excitement is great, but don't let it freak you out and kind of like psych you out. Like, cause that's a thing. Like that can definitely cause you to then self-sabotage. Like you start to try to make things happen a certain way and it becomes this control thing. It becomes this like, I need this security. Uh, Probably comes from like a lack of security as well, I would say in yourself, realistically, if we're going a bit deep here. Um, If you try to do that, if you find yourself doing that, try to just back up be as present as possible and enjoy every single interaction for what it is. Also, don't put pressure on one person or a friend group or whatever to fulfill all of your needs. Like you can have friends for different things, right? You can have a friend that you go to Pilates with. You can have a friend that you go to the beach with. You can have a friend that you go play a certain sport with. You can have a friend that you like just go on walks with and you don't even really do anything with them. Like you can have friends that you'd like to do different things with. And again, that's really normal and really healthy and actually really fun because you get that kind of like diversity. Um, Something that I like to do as well is sometimes I'll have kind of like friends from all over. Like say maybe I have like 10 friends in my head that I can think of. And it's like, 
all different places. Maybe a few of them know each other, whatever. Sometimes I'll just get us all together and I'll just like force them to all hang out and see who clicks because that's a really fun way to do it. So it's like, don't put pressure too much on one thing. Just know that over time, things will kind of mix. Maybe friends will mix and have a good time together. You never know what's coming. Like just try not to put that pressure on. Something that helps me is seeing relationships kind of like a story that just like continues with time rather than having this like checkpoint in your head of like, okay, these are the friends that I have right now. Okay, yes, these are the kind of people I want to have around me, like getting a little bit too analytical about your life. Um, Being able to just back up and be like, oh, it's a story, you know, like maybe right now I've just met someone in a season of their life where this isn't just them. This is just a version of them right now on their journey that I'm experiencing. Maybe you meet them when they're going through a really tough time. So maybe you really like them and you enjoy their company, but you don't want to spend all the time with them because you're just kind of getting to know someone and, and there's a lot to unpack and, you know, maybe you're going through that. Or maybe you meet someone when they're really busy and they're in a new season, they're having a lot of fun, but then in time, they start to kind of like slow down and they have a bit more time for you. Like, just don't see that initial version of your relationship as the relationship because again, it's like this ongoing story. Because of this impermanence in our lives, it's okay to fear loss. It's okay to look back at past experiences and be like, well, I lost this friend or well, I lost this person. But don't let the anxiety in that fear of losing someone stop you from enjoying the present. I know I keep talking about the present, but it's really, really important because like I said a little bit ago, this will cause you to self-sabotage. You're literally going to look at other relationships that you're starting for the first time, new relationships, great relationships, and you're going to go, oh, but what if they're just like that person? Oh, what if they just do the same thing that person did where they were jealous of me or they wouldn't celebrate my wins or they like wanted to take my friends from me or whatever. We kind of like will, you know, foresee things and we'll make assumptions and we don't want to do that. I also want you to be really real with yourself and ask yourself if you might be struggling with some sort of fear of abandonment because naturally, if you are very triggered by losing this friend, I'm not saying 100% you do, but I think some people like, or a lot of people do. Um, It can be a psychological thing that can go back to your childhood. It can be from past relationships. It can be from so many things. Um, But what will happen if you do have that fear of abandonment, you're going to put up walls. You're not going to let people in. You're going to hold back emotions. You're likely going to hold in issues that you have in your relationships. And in time, that's going to manifest as resentment. And you're not going to be able to build healthy friendships. So just take a second to ask yourself that because that could be a deeper issue that you'd want to go work through. Maybe with the therapist. I don't know. Maybe read a book. I don't know. It's up to you. But just a good question to ask yourself and to kind of check in on that. My last point here is that just because a relationship doesn't continue forever doesn't mean that it didn't serve a purpose at one point and it wasn't still a good relationship. And even if there are some negatives or there was like a negative ending, what we don't want to do is discount all of the good stuff because of something negative. Like I think it's a lot easier for us sometimes to just be like, well, that's a shit person. They don't care about me. They did this one bad thing. They blah, 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 blah. But it's easier, but it's not necessarily like useful or productive because now you look back on that relationship when it was really great and you think like, wow, that whole time they were just thinking this or wow, they were actually like this or I had no idea that they were going to do this in the end. But there was really great things about it and you're not an idiot. Like you want to be around people that make you feel good and you probably have a good sense of character and judge of character and so you didn't do anything wrong by being friends with that person and the good times were good times and let those good times be good times like move forward knowing that those were good times um, and you're going to find great times as well going forward but I just there's something for me that I find really empowering about not now putting someone in like the trash bin in my brain, like not just discounting them and saying that they're now a shit person in my brain because that's not actually helpful. It's not loving. It's not empathetic and it's not healing for you. 
All right. Okay. Let's talk green flags and the things that you want to be looking for. If you're sitting here right now and you're like, okay, friend breakup, but maybe I could become friends with them again. These are the things that you would want them to be doing. And you can also see this from the perspective of if they didn't do these things, then you're probably on the right track by not having this person in your life anymore. One thing is that you trust this person's character and there's longevity in your friendship. So a good thing is longevity because it means that you actually have a long time, a long amount of time where you've seen situations unfold with that person. You've seen how they've worked through things, how they've communicated through things. And that might not even be issues that you've had with that person, but also issues that you've seen them have with other people and other situations. If you feel like you have a good read on their character, maybe that's a good reason to stick around through a difficult season. Another green flag is that this person is actively wanting to work through these issues with you and they're actively seeking out ways to come to agreements, ways to move forward. It's really important that that person is showing that they want you in their life. They're not just willing to like give it up really quickly just because they don't want to have to have that conversation because ultimately that shows that they don't value your friendship enough. If you're going to continue a friendship with this person, you want to trust their ability to move forward. You want to have examples in your mind of when you've seen them apologize to anybody. It doesn't even matter who it's to, but you've seen them be willing to apologize. You've seen them be willing to forgive, to move on, to admit their mistakes. Like genuinely someone being okay with being wrong can be an issue because a lot of people really struggle to find that moment where they lay down their ego and just admit to their faults. And the last one I want to share is that this person is going to respect your boundaries. So say you choose to continue a relationship with this person, but you need to set a clear boundary with them like, okay, well, we're not going to talk about this topic anymore. Like, okay, we're still going to be friends. I understand you don't like my boyfriend. Let's still be friends, but let's not talk about my boyfriend. Again, not a great scenario, but... If that's the boundary you want to set and you really want to have this person in your life, maybe there's something you disagree on as well, like something like political or something that you're okay with not agreeing on. Like it's okay to be friends with people where you just choose to not talk about certain things. Again, it is harder. Like it does mean that there's going to be some sort of block there. There's going to be certain things you can't talk about and that sucks, but maybe you do want to prioritize that friendship and continue with a boundary. And of course you want to make sure that that person is going to be someone who understands the idea of like boundaries and is going to want to respect you if that's what you choose to do going forward. We're going to take a second to talk about the sponsor of today's video, Beducated. Beducated is an online platform that has over a hundred courses about sex and sexuality, intimacy, relationships. There's so much good stuff on there. I've been using it myself personally. And one thing that I'll share with you guys that I learned this week that was super interesting through their G-Spot course, which is like a quickie course. They have these little quick version ones that you can do. And then they have more like long form ones if you want to learn a bit more, go in more depth. But in one of the quick ones, I learned these few points about having a G-spot orgasm. First of all, that you have to believe that it is something that you can do. Like if in your brain you're thinking, I'm not going to be able to have this kind of orgasm right now. My body's never done this before. You're thinking it's not going to happen. Then it's very likely that it's like not going to happen because our brains are so connected to our bodies in a sexual experience. And it's important that you feel that confidence going into it. Another point was to be in a relaxing space and to relax your body, how important that is, and to make sure that you're in a safe space so that you're not going to be interrupted. And again, there's no likelihood for you to feel this anxiety of like, someone's going to walk in, but you know you're safe to try it properly. Another really cool point was to use your breath and to find that dance between the sympathetic nervous system and the parasympathetic nervous system. You're looking for a relaxed arousal, kind of like this like deep wave of arousal. And the last point, which I really love, is to let go of the goal. Like sure, you're sitting down to explore, to see if you can have that G-spot orgasm, but ultimately you want to let go of that being the goal. As long as you leave that experience having pleasure, feeling relaxed, knowing that you've invested some time into yourself and your sexuality and feeling good in your body, then that's all that really matters. I learned all of that in like a 10 minute course. I think it was maybe 15 minutes tops. It's literally that easy to learn about your body and to learn about sex and sexuality and grow that area of your life. 
With Beducated, you can learn to enjoy sex more, find more confidence in your sexual self, learn to try new things and learn how to communicate better. You can do all of that for just $10 per month. And using my code Alyssa, you can get 40% off. Plus, they have a 14-day money-back guarantee. So if you don't end up using the platform, it just doesn't fit into your lifestyle for whatever reason, then you can literally get all of your money back. Subscribing to Beducated is such a good investment, and I would recommend it so much for you guys. Again, please feel free to use my code Alyssa or you can go to the link in the episode description and you can go from there. All right, let's get back to the episode. Okay, let's talk red flags. These are the things that this person should not be doing if they're going to be in your life. And if you see any of these things in somebody, for me, huge fucking red flag, okay? <laughs> Starting out, just to make sure we say it, this person has done something unforgivable, okay? We're talking this person has gone behind your back and slept with your boyfriend, we're talking this person has found your nudes and sent them around to the school. We're talking this person has been stealing from you. Okay, something where you're like, what the fuck? Like, okay, we're just, just we understand that that one, we're, they're just going out, okay? And I'm not saying it's going to be easy for you still to move on knowing that you don't have this friendship anymore. Someone can still do something bad and you can still be angry at that while also still loving them and wishing that they were in your life. Like those things can happen at the same time. But if they've done something unforgivable and it's like, oh my God, what the fuck, then just know that you're on the right path when it comes to not having them in your life anymore going forward if you're like not willing to move forward from it. Because I think there are some things that it's like, you know, when it's bad enough, okay? <laughs> Another one is that they don't support your choices if it doesn't benefit them. So if you were to say, I want to move to this place and they're like, no, don't, like, one you know like you want someone who's like in your corner like they're in your corner not for their sake as your friend but for you as a person because they love you and there's a huge difference like that is so 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 important oh another one is that they show jealousy often and they seem to resent your wins like they don't want to celebrate your wins with you maybe you bring up something really great that's going on in your life and they're dismissive they don't ask questions they don't really seem to care if anything maybe they go into like a negative and they're like oh well wouldn't that be hard because of this or what? that kind of bullshit yuck okay yuck the last thing you need is someone in your life who is not excited for you. Someone who makes you feel small. Again, it's going to come back to them feeling small in themselves. And that comparison is going to make them uncomfortable, but it is not your job to fill in and make them love themselves. And you actually can't do that for them anyways. Your job is you. What you can do is determine what you want to do moving forward, who you want to be friends with, how you're going to act, how you're going to support people. And if someone's not going to do that for you, then it just isn't worth your time because it's a them problem. It's not a relationship issue. For example, I can see someone walking down the street and they can tell me, I just got married or I just got a new job. I'm going, oh my God, congratulations. I'm so excited for you. I can have that with a stranger, you know? And we should be able to have that with strangers. We should be able to have that with everyone. We should especially be able to have that with our friends. And if you get one of those people that are just a bit of like a fucking lemon and they just don't want to appreciate things and support you, yuck, okay? Yuck, red flag. Ooh, another one is they want to control you and they don't like you hanging out with other people. They don't like to hear about your other friends. They make comments like, oh, wow, they're your best friend, I guess. They don't, they don't like that you can have more than just them. Again, it comes back to control. It comes back to them not being confident in themselves, whatever it is. Of course, these are the kind of things that you can still have conversations with them about. Like these are issues individually, say some of these things, right? If it's just that one issue, you can always bring it to someone. You can say, hey, I've noticed that this is how you respond when we're talking about my wins. Or, hey, I've noticed that when I talk about my other friends, you seem to be unhappy to hear about it. Or you seem to be a little bit upset when I hang out with other people and I don't invite you or whatever it is. These are things that you can work through in theory. I'm not saying to just cut someone out like that because one issue comes up. But these are, if, if this is the overall vibe of somebody, these things collectively, or maybe you've brought up some of these things and they haven't been able to change through it or work through it, again, red flag. Another one is stonewalling when they refuse to communicate with you. So something happens, they shut down. They're not willing to talk. 
they're not willing to apologize. They're not willing to even hear your side. They're not willing to share. Obviously, yes, like it's important if you're literally having a fight with somebody to like have boundaries and give people space and whatever else. Like I understand that there there's like nuance to that. But if this is a common thing where every time something happens, they just shut you out. They want to act like nothing happened. They want to just move on. They don't want to communicate. Ugh, yuck, red flag. Ooh, this one's really good. My therapist gave me this one. She said, <laughs> if you are trying to help them, but they don't want to help themselves, if maybe say they're struggling through a really difficult season of some sort and you want to be there to support them and you're doing everything in your power to support them, but they are just not willing to help themselves. They don't want to do the therapy. They don't want to do the personal work. They don't want to communicate. They don't want to take care of themselves and their bodies and their lives and their jobs. and Like they just are not owning their experience they're not owning their life that can be really really frustrating and with this one again it is there's always nuance to all of it and I feel like I always give these disclaimers because I don't want you guys to go make some rogue fucking choices because I say some stupid shit but it's really important that like if you're gonna have someone in your life that is struggling with something they still own it like mental health mental health issues are never an excuse to treat the people around you like shit and I've been diagnosed with anxiety I've been diagnosed with depression like I've you know I've had really really shit seasons but I don't go around and take it out of my friends you know I don't go around if anything I look for support I don't go around and tell them that they're being shit friends because I feel bad about myself or you know take it out on a big night on them and I'm drunk and yelling at them and all this shit like no no fucking way like these are the people that are there to support you and love on you but ultimately you have to own your own life and your own experience of course people can make mistakes but if this is a habit where somebody's like just cutting you down don't want to say anything don't want to work through it let's just move on i'm not going to help myself yuck red flag another one is if you often leave hanging out with this person and you don't feel good if you leave and you feel drained every time because sometimes we don't know why that happens but we know that it happens and sometimes it takes a while to figure out I've had this with a friend before where I would hang out with them wouldn't feel good but I was like they didn't do anything wrong like what did they do is it me it must be me so then it would keep, keep happening keep happening keep happening, keep happening over, and over and over and over and then eventually I was like started to notice little things like oh, they keep making these like little comments about my appearance, like about something that doesn't look quite right. Or they say, oh, you would look a lot better if you did this thing. Just little things, just little things. I was like, oh, it's kind of funny. And then realized, oh, there was a bit of a fight. Oh, and they just kind of stonewalled. They didn't really want to move on. Like they didn't want to talk about it. Oh, like that's not actually healthy. How are we going to talk about that thing? What if that thing happens again? Um, you know, I would show up to hang out with them. They'd be in a bad mood. It was like, if they're in a bad mood, everyone's in a bad mood. Not willing to, there's no coming back, you know, not willing to move on. It started to make sense that there was all these little things and I was like oh oh that, that makes sense okay I don't want to hang out with them because I feel like shit every time after I hang out with them um and sometimes at first you're like you don't know why but just know that that's usually like an early sign of some of these other things coming out down the line and lastly of course if they are abusive in any way and obviously physically you would be very aware of it not always um it's not easy, obviously, to leave that, but you'd be aware of it. Um, emotionally is a really big one. And like mentally, like someone just trying to control you, trying to convince you of certain things, trying to make you like them, trying to get you to always help them, but they don't want to help you, all that kind of stuff like that. That version of manipulation um, is really scary and is easy to fall into if you haven't had a lot of healthy relationships as well. Um, so just obviously, please, please, please be aware of that. All right, let's talk some do's and don'ts. Okay, do. Do be honest with yourself about how you are feeling. It's okay, like I said earlier, to be sad and to miss somebody while also recognizing that that's not someone that you want to have in your life. That is really hard. Being in that position where it literally is it's like grinding. Like that's the only word that comes to mind for me. It's like, it's two things that kind of push against each other because the emotional part of you is like, fuck, I just miss them. I want to reach out to them. And the logical part of you is like, mm, nope, hold up. Let's think about what they did. Let's think about the things. Let's think about how I used to feel when I was friends with them. Let's think about this. Let's think about that. And then you can kind of like talk yourself out of it. It's a difficult situation to be in, but still be honest with yourself about how you're feeling. So what you don't want to do is pretend that you don't care about them. Pretend that you don't miss them like try to gaslight yourself into not having emotions because it never fucking works it's always going to explode somehow and it's probably gonna be way worse than if you just dealt with it in the first place 
and got to a place of acceptance when it comes to missing them, but still choosing yourself at the end of the day. Do surround yourself with great friends, other friends, right? And if you don't have any friends, that's fine. Meet new friends, go out, meet people. Like I've made episodes about this before. You can scroll down, go for a little look-see if you want um, about making new friends because it's hard to do, but it's definitely doable um, and really, really important that you are now seeing the other relationships that you have in your life and pulling from those, especially if you started spending less time with most of your people because you were really focusing on this one person or this one group of people or whatever. Make sure that you're still keeping that widespread. And I think we learn lessons through that too. Like you learn going forward, oh, like... Maybe I shouldn't put all of all my eggs into one basket, you know? Maybe I actually shouldn't, like, focus all my time on one person. Maybe I actually do need a balanced community. Um, and I think going forward, you kind of learn your lesson that way and you start keeping check of that more often. I think that's I think that's really, really helpful to do. And it just ensures you a little bit more, like, safety that you're still going to have people even if you're going through one issue with one person or whatever that looks like. Also, do feel free to unfollow or block or whatever to whoever you need to for your peace of mind. This is something that you guys were saying as well when you were giving me your information, your stories, everything for this episode. And I agree with this so, so, so much, guys. I have had a friend break up. I've had a few, but I had one in the last year and it was like only a few months ago where I chose to unfollow this person on social media because every time I was going on social media I was getting notifications being like oh my god your favorite person your best friend is online talk to them and I was like fuck off actually leave me alone it was so annoying and like because I followed them every time that I would look at like story views or likes or anything, whatever. It's like the first person. Like, you know, there's just a way that these apps know. It's like, here's the one person you're trying not to think about. Oh my God, they just liked your photo. You haven't talked to them in a while. They're online. And it's like, fuck off. Actually, leave me alone. So if you need to do that for your peace of mind, do it. Okay. Someone might get hurt. Someone might be like, wow, really? Like now you've unfollowed me. It doesn't fucking matter. Okay. Do what you need to do for your peace of mind. And if that person does reach out and say something like that, like you can respond if you want to, you don't have to. But if you do want to respond and just be like, hey, just, you know, that was actually just for my peace of mind has nothing to do with you. Like it's genuinely just for me. Hope you're doing well. Boom. You can say that you know, drop the ego for a second, just be honest and move on with your day. Because if it's going to help you that much, it's not a big deal. It's social media. It's like a game on your phone. It's ridiculous. Okay. It's a little button you press. If it's going to help you to not feel like shit in your day. Oh my God, just do it. Just do it. Okay. Okay. Don't make unfair conclusions about this person because you are sad. Don't look at their Instagram. Don't look at them hanging out with new people. Don't look at them doing all these things and be like, well, they're a shit person. Oh, maybe I should warn these people about this shit friend. Like, just leave it alone, okay? Stay in your lane. Try not to look at that person now through this negative light and not want good for them. Like, check yourself. Like, genuinely check yourself. Like, are you coming from, like, a kind heart? No. If you're thinking that way, right? And I know we're not perfect. I know we're gonna have moments where we're like, hee, they're doing bad. Ha, <laughs> like, oh well. Sucks for them feel good about me it does feel good right in the moment it might feel good but it doesn't serve you like it doesn't feed you it doesn't feed your like soul you know like we're talking soul here okay we want to make sure that we are like actively being that person we want to be that like that evolved version of us who has a heart for people and can empathize and is like emotionally ready to like admit their faults and move forward and you want to be that person where you actually feel grounded and if you're looking at this person and you're kind of like diminishing them in your brain to make you feel better just check yourself because yeah it's not it's not it's not nice for you it's actually not good for you do not try to get mutual friends to pick sides this one is tough because sometimes you look at your people that are close to you and you're like this is my tribe these are my people and then if people have all met each other and everyone's kind of friends and whatever you don't want to try to make people like be on your side um I do think that like 
if that it was all like intertwined and like it was a situation where other people are affected like of course there might end up being a bit of a sides situation but whatever you do you need to release the people around you and let them do what they want to do if they choose to continue to be friends with that person in time they might learn that it's not a good friendship but they actually might work as a friendship they might be great maybe you and that person just aren't great and you have to be okay with there being some crunchy situations because we're human like life is complicated there's a lot going on okay and try to have as much grace as you can as possible for your other people that are in your life for thinking the things that they think or maybe wanting to have contact a little bit with that person like I remember seeing the other day that one of my cousins follows a guy that one of my other cousins dated like years ago and it was funny because in my brain I remember being like why the fuck do they still follow that person like that doesn't make any sense to me if I was the person who left the actual relationship I can't use names this is so hard to explain but if I was the person who got broken up with I would be so pissed at the cousin for still following like my ex do you know what I mean like I'd be like what the fuck but I was like I was like you know what just doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Okay. People are going to do what they want to do. It doesn't matter. So you have to just try to as much as you can release people, let people figure it out on their own. Okay. Maybe you can help to educate the people around you. Like, Hey, just so you know, this is the situation that happened. This is why we're not friends anymore. Be fair about it. Try to be careful with, you know, just, you never know who's still friends with that person. So, you know, be aware of that as well. Okay. You don't want anyone talking shit about you. Um, just be careful. Um, but yeah, try not to like pull people in on your side because you don't need that. Like you don't need to hoard people, you know? And I think sometimes if we start to get into that, like controlling thing of like, these are my people and that anxiety, it's an us issue. And we need to work back and figure out what the root of that is. Don't let it stop you from making new connections. Having a past shit relationship should not stop you from making new connections. And I know that like saying that you're like, um, well, it's gonna, I'm scared because I was fucked around and I don't want to be fucked around again. I know. Okay. But as much as you can try to remember that this new person is not that old person. If you're going to enter a new relationship, taking all of the past things and throwing it onto that person is like the worst way to start out a friendship. And you can absolutely tell new people in your life about these situations. Like, I think that's really important. I have a friend actually where when I met her within probably about a month into our friendship, she opened up to me about a past friendship that she had that was really, really difficult. She actually said to me, I have a really hard time in friendships because of blah, 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 blah. And it was great because she just educated me on her situation. So now going forward, I've been able to say to her um, really validating things. I've been able to say, hey, just thinking about you today, want you to know how much I love you, appreciate you. Like, thank you so much for being in my life. I'll do that more often because I know that friendships and security within friendships is an issue for her. She never said, oh, you're going to do that to me. Like she never angrily said it to me or started assuming negative things about me. She was just honest with me and it genuinely set up our relationship so well. Like that is communication. That is a friend who is like moved on from things, but is still working through it, but is still going to be fair to you through it. Mm, mm. Lastly, I just want to say that if you have been ghosted or if you've been like unfriended out of nowhere and you don't know what the fuck is going on, first of all, and I'm sure you've already done this, you want to think and consider, hmm, is there anything that I did do? Hmm, have a little moment. Now, knowing us as a community, we're all pretty anxious, you know, so you've probably already done that many a times, okay? So moving forward from there, now you just need to remember that if you want to have good people in your life who love and care and support for you, those people are going to put an effort for you and they're going to see the value in you being their friend. If they aren't doing that, if they've literally ghosted you or they've just like suddenly started being really weird with you or something like that, you just got to give people space and you just got to let them do their thing, okay? If you've established, I haven't done anything, I don't the fuck's going on. Obviously, if you still think there could be potential in this friendship, sure, check in on them, make sure they're okay. Like, sometimes people do that when something really shit has happened in their personal life. So obviously do that first, you know, like go through that stage. But if you're past that stage and it's like, oh, we're definitely not gonna be friends anymore, just remember that your time is valuable. Like if you're sat here right now listening to a fucking podcast about friendship and bullshit and you're trying to like become a better person, 
okay, like you're doing okay. You're doing all right. So just know that going into friendships, if you take that and you take this kind of knowledge and you're actively trying to work on yourself and other people are hopefully doing that as well, you're going to have better relationships. But if they're not, if they don't really give a fuck, if they're just like, oh, well, I don't want to hang with that person anymore. I'm going to block them. I'm going to fucking, okay, okay. You don't want that person in your life. You just don't want that person in your life. And your time is really important. Who you share with is really important. Like who you are honest and vulnerable with is really important. You want those people to be good people. And there's a lot of fucking people. Like there's there's a lot there's a lot of people. There's a big ass world, okay? You're, there's a lot of people to meet. There's a lot out there. So in time, you will absolutely find your people. Don't feel like this one failed friendship or I shouldn't even say failed because obviously it served a purpose at one point, okay? But don't let this one negative experience make you think that that's how things are gonna be going forward because that's so like much of an unfair conclusion for you. Like you deserve to believe that you have amazing things coming for you. Literally today, I was going through a whole bunch of videos and stuff because I needed to delete shit because I have literally guys, 30,000, I think it is, photos on my phone. Oh, disgusting. So I was going through and it was so cute because I found a video of me and my friend Ava when we first met. And I was like, that's the day we met. And then I was going just before it. And I saw that I had some video talking about me really struggling with my mental health that week or whatever. I think it was a TikTok I posted. And I was like, whoa, it's crazy because I had a really shit week. And then at the end of that week, I met someone who was one of my best friends right now. And I had no idea that was coming. Like I had no idea. I just went to something social. I went to a friend's of a friend's birthday, not even really knowing anybody. I think I literally only knew the birthday girl and I was like kind of nervous going. I was like, Ugh. literally met one of my closest friends that I have right now. So that's another thing as well. Put yourself out there. Like just try as much as you can. Do those things that are a little uncomfy. Like go to that event where you have to put in some effort and you have to pay for the Uber and you're like, fuck, I don't know if I should do it. If you can, like, especially financially, you know, if you can get out and do those little extra things and make the little sacrifices so that you can be as social as possible, especially if you're looking to make new friends, actually actively invest in it. Like, think, okay, this month now, what is it? October. It's October 1st. Holy shit. Oh my God. We got to set our goals, guys. We got a lot to do. Okay. If it's the start of the month, perfect. Okay. Make October about making at least one new good friend. Like, just actively put an effort on it because, again, it's work, but it's so, so important. So, valuable and we don't talk about that value enough like it's like oh yeah me and my friends and whatever else but like this is what makes us happy like these are the moments of joy these are the memories like when you think back to memories are you often thinking about when you got like money or like when you got things regular like no like you're thinking about fun times when you're out with people and you're like laughing about something or something really crazy happens like that is what gives us joy and like gives us stories you know the stories that's what's so exciting so I would just really really encourage you to push yourself here and to know that it's okay to be really struggling right now if you're sad and you miss someone I'm sorry I do too I have people that I miss 100% I've trust me guys I've fucking been through it okay um and I've seen it and it sucks like it does suck so much to miss somebody but if you've done these things, like we, everything we talked about today, if you've thought about the red flags, the green flags, you've thought about the do's and don'ts, you're at a good place, at least within yourself, where you can choose who's going to be a good person for your life. And you know that you've made that choice. Just continue on that path because in time you will miss that person less and less, hopefully, or at least you'll think about it less and less just because it'll become less of a present issue in your life. And who knows, maybe one day you'll become friends again. Who knows? You never know. Um, but do your best. If you've decided this is what I'm doing, I'm going to choose to move forward without this person. I'm going to choose myself. I'm going to choose the other amazing people in my life. And I'm actually going to let that person go. Then try to stick to that. Try not to like contact them or like, you know, try to make something happen. Try to like give that release and just know that if it's meant to be like that person will come back into your life. I really believe that. And I've seen that in my life. So Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope that this episode brought you comfort and a little bit of guidance if you're in that kind of figuring it out stage right now with a friend um, or even just gave you information for if you get to that point in the future with people. I'm so thankful for every single one of you who listen and support the podcast. Thank you for all of your amazing messages, especially after last episode where I talked about bisexuality and feeling valid in your sexuality. Um, I got a lot of people messaging me in tears and just being like, this really was what I needed to hear today. So I hope that I can continue to just like validate you guys and be that support for you in whatever way that I can be. 
If you want to chat to me about any of this, feel free to DM me on Instagram is the best way to get in contact with me at the moment. Again, that's Alyssa Taylor Harper. And it's also Alyssa Taylor Harper on TikTok. And you can join the Facebook group as well if you'd like. It's all going to be linked in the episode notes. And of course, now that I've told you guys about the whole open relationship thing, um, there will be episodes coming forward in the future for that. So um, look out for that. And that's everything. Love you guys so much. Thank you so much. And I will see you in the next episode. Okay, bye guys. (laughs) Oh,